guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. Thank you to all our newest premium members. Starting with Anor, who loves our stories and is a big Star Wars fan. Keon, who just turned seven, and his little brother Rami. Angela from Seattle. Sisters Polly and Vivian from New Jersey. And David and Harry from London, UK. Hi, guys. And here is today's story request. Hi, Lucy. I would love a story about a lightning strike that gives all inanimate objects the ability to talk. I'm a huge fan of unicorns, and my younger brother Gus is a big fan of dinosaurs. The storm had been gathering all afternoon. For the past ten minutes, Thunder had been rumbling, and streaks of lightning had been lighting up the underside of the dark clouds. Don't worry, Gus, said Ellie to her three-year-old brother. We're safe and dry in here. The pair of them was sat at the window, watching the storm roll across the afternoon sky. It was very exciting. Even though the loud thunder and bright flashes made them jump and giggle, for company, Ellie had her stuffed unicorn, and Gus had a cuddly diplodocus. A huge rumble of thunder sounded right over their heads, the closest one yet, and instantly there was an enormous bang, and the TV went off. What was that? shouted Gus, jumping away from the window. Oh no, said Ellie in disbelief. I think our house has been struck by lightning, Gus wailed. Is everything going to be okay? Oh, this isn't good, said Ellie, looking around. She realized the lamp in the room had gone out too. Oh, it's not so bad, said Ellie's unicorn from the window ledge. Yeah, I don't think it's too bad at all, agreed Gus's diplodocus. Gus was still holding it at the time, and the shock of it suddenly speaking made him drop it. Whoops, butterfingers, said the diplodocus. Good job I'm soft. You're talking, said a wide-eyed Gus. How are you talking? The unicorn giggled. It looks like there was some magic mixed up in that lightning bolt. I agree, said the diplodocus. Me too, said the lamp. What? squeaked Ellie. Now the lamp's talking? Oh, it's dreadful, isn't it? said the TV. It's certainly getting noisy in here, said a chair. Huh, you ain't kidding, added an empty coffee mug. Stop! shouted Ellie. Can everything now talk all of a sudden? Looks that way, said the door handle. Ellie and Gus looked at each other. Neither of them knew quite what to do. Is it a good thing or a bad thing that everything can talk? asked Gus. Well, I suppose you should find out how bad it is, 
suggested the Diplodocus. Pick me up, Gus, and we can check out the rest of the house. So Gus picked up Diplodocus, and Ellie collected her unicorn, and they headed for the kitchen. Oh, phew, said Ellie in relief. There's nothing talking in here. Well, that's good news, said the refrigerator. I was just waiting for you to speak first, said the microwave oven. Can someone turn me around? I'm facing the wrong way, said a box of cereal. Oh, no, said Ellie. It's just as bad in here. The lightning strike does seem to have affected a lot of things, said the unicorn. Can someone help? It's dark in here and I can't see, said a spoon in a drawer. Huh, think yourself lucky you're only in a drawer, said a carton in the trash. This is madness, said Gus. We can't live in a house where everything speaks. We'll never get a moment's peace. Come on, urged Ellie. I want to see my bedroom. Unfortunately, things were no better in there either. Hey, it's Ellie, announced one of her shoes. Where, 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 where is she? Is she in here? Asked her pillow. Oh, I seem to have fallen over, said a teddy. Can someone stand me up? Ellie wasn't pleased. Oh, this will never do. I'll never get to sleep in here with all this chatter. In Gus's room, they discovered things were just as bad, if not worse, because two of his T-Rex toys were now having a roaring contest. But what can we do about it? Gus wondered out loud. How do you fix a lightning strike? Maybe I can help, said the unicorn in Ellie's arms. Roar, said one of the T-Rexes. Well, we need to do something, said Ellie. Gus is right. We can't live in a house where everything's speaking all the time. Tell us how you think you can help. Well, it's quite simple, really, said the unicorn. I believe that the lightning that struck the house contained a bit of magic. Well, us unicorns are magical too, and I may only be a stuffed unicorn, but since the lightning strike, my horn has been tingling. I think I may be a little magical now, just like a real unicorn. Okay, said Ellie. But how does that help? Well, I think I can use my magic to make things back to normal, the unicorn explained. But there's just one problem. What's that? asked the Diplodocus. I think I can only do it one at a time, said the unicorn. And only if my horn is touching the talking object. Wow, said Ellie. That's a big job then. That's an awful lot of things we need to deal with. Roar, said one of the T-Rexes again. At least we know where to start, said Gus. And so, object by object, they made their way around Gus's room, starting with the roaring T-Rexes. Fortunately, it wasn't every single toy that could talk, and not every item of his clothing. But even so, it was still 13 socks and seven different pairs of underpants. Next, they did Ellie's room, with Ellie holding up the unicorn each time. The unicorn used its magic, and steadily, the objects were silent once more. This is taking a long time, complained Gus. 
It sure is, said the Diplodocus. But we've still got a lot of the house to do. The kitchen was particularly tricky because some of the talking objects were on the high shelves. So that required Ellie and Gus to be extra careful. By the time they were back in the living room, everyone was feeling quite exhausted. One by one, they drew the magic out of the door handle. The coffee mug, the chair, the TV, and the lamp, plus several other talkative objects. Until at last, just the cuddly Diplodocus and the unicorn remained. I guess it's your turn, said Gus to his dinosaur toy. I guess it is, replied the Diplodocus. Maybe, though, you could stay talking, suggested Gus. Oh, thank you, said the Diplodocus. But that wouldn't be fair, not when everything else had its magic taken away. And besides, I don't mind, just as long as you carry on cuddling and loving me. I will, I promise, agreed Gus with a smile. Ellie held out her unicorn until its horn was touching the Diplodocus's neck, and then it was over. Only the unicorn remained. Now, we're sure that's everything, asked the unicorn. It sounded ever so tired. I think so, said Ellie. You need to be sure, said the unicorn, because when I apply the magic to myself, I'll just become a stuffed toy again, and I won't be able to help anymore. I think we're good, said Gus. Okay, said the unicorn. Well, here goes. This time, the little unicorn's horn flashed brightly, like a miniature bolt of lightning, and then faded to nothing. The stuffed unicorn was just a stuffed unicorn once more. Outside the window, the storm had moved on, and although it was still overcast, there were beams of sunlight breaking through to brighten the late afternoon. Oh, back to normal, said Ellie. At last, said Gus. Here, said Ellie, passing her unicorn to her brother. Look after her for a moment. Ellie made her way to the bathroom and closed the door. Oh, thank goodness that's all over, she said with a sigh. I'm sure it was one crazy afternoon, said the toilet. The end.